0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now, here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: And good morning from the great state of Oregon. It is January 26. This is a happy Thursday, uh, throwback Thursday, if you will. But we're going to have Cash Patel on in just a, a few moments. Normally, we have this and that announcements, but I'm all I'm going to say today because we only get Cash for just over 20 minutes today, so. Uh, Quick announcements that Yvonne Atiyah uh, will be on tomorrow. She's an amazing uh, prophet and intercessor, and she's a dear friend of ours as well. So she's on tomorrow. Do not miss that. She has the word of the Lord for 2023. So, all right, without any delay, let's bring in Prophets and Patriots. Here we go. And Kash Patel, so, so, so good to see you. It's been too long. Uh, We missed you. I want to. I want you to uh, talk about, before we get into the content, you got an amazing book with an awesome title that just came out. Talk about that book before we get going.
0: Hey, thanks, Steve, so much. It's great to be back on. Elijah Streams, really appreciate you having me back on. Uh, the title of the book, it's Government Gangsters. I thought, you know, we had such success with the kids' books and the plot against the king that we needed to write down for America how we win this country back. And in my wow. 16 years of service, I outline in Government Gangsters how the national security defense intelligence, law enforcement apparatuses defended this country and specifically how we succeeded under President Trump and where we failed because we had elite government gangsters like Rod Rosenstein, Chris Ray, Bill Barr, Gina Haspel, Milley and so many others, Mark Esper come along the way and try to take out a duly elected president in Donald Trump. And we use the national security mission because that's my wheelhouse to show that we can defend our border, we can end the forever wars, we can bring home hostages and we can take out terrorists just to name a few things and take down the cartels. These are things not that we can do, we did do with Donald Trump and government gangsters shows you the people that got in the way who are mostly in the way now at the tops of these agencies, the corrupt pure volatile politicians. And what I'm proud of in this book is it's not just a complaint book. Yes, I list every government gangster by name and how they failed us, oh, listen. Republican. But more importantly, as Donald Trump taught me, we got to have solutions. So I teach the American people in this book how by agency by agency, department by department, we can go in there and take our agencies and departments back, because I know the crux of this show is going to be things like the two-tier system of justice, the failing um, national security apparatus, the weaponization, the intel, all of that. Is in government gangsters, and you can get it at governmentgangsters.com. There's a 20% off for all your fans just today. It's awesome. on sale right now. The book's done, but as you know, when you submit a manuscript um, back to the government as an employee, they get to review it. So right now, they're, they are still holding my manuscript hostage, but we are going to oh, get it wow. to be released. But go to governmentgangsters.com or fightwithcash.com, or if you want the easy button, you can, of course, always go to Amazon. Um, but that 20% off is only for today. We hope to have the book shipping in about a month or so. But um, there's a list. There's appendices. There's documents from my time in uh-huh. government. And we just want to return the agencies and departments back to us so we don't uh-huh. have the problems we're about to get into right now. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, and thank you so much. And as we get into that, before we get into that, would you remind people of your uh, your resume, as it were, were, and your what kind of... Uh, top-secret security clearance do you still have? I'm curious about that because you mentioned it on another show and I thought, i want to have him remind people if he's got clearance even now. So tell real quick what your history is and then we'll get into it.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, real quick, I uh, started as a public defender, became a terrorism prosecutor at the Department of Justice, did a civilian tour with our special forces operators in the intel space, And then moved over to the House Intel Committee where I ran the Russiagate investigation for then-chairman Nunes exposing the FISA-gate corruption that's brilliantly outlined in this movie, The Plot Against the President. Um, After that, I was fortunate enough to go to the White House and serve as a deputy assistant to the president, heading up his counterterrorism operations. That photo is actually from the night we killed al-Baghdadi right after he called the situation. Um, and I thought I was having a great run. And then they said, no, you're going to be deputy director of national intelligence. So we control the in- intelligence community. And last day, I finished off as chief of staff to the Department of Defense. So, yeah, I've had the highest security clearances in the land. When you leave government, because so many people who leave government still do work and advisory work for, for uh, the government and other companies that provide services to the government, you can maintain your security clearance. So I actually still have an active top secret. Um, wow. Yeah, security clearance, um, but it's only for per- times when I have contracts with, like, say, defense companies and the like um, that are providing a service where they need my expertise.
1: Well, I think what's so good about it is it tells me that you know what the you know the ropes. You know what you can and cannot do. And with that in mind, let me just throw it to you and just tell us what you have on your on your mind today about what in the world is going on with Biden and these documents and the whole thing. So just go. For yeah.
0: it. Uh, Look, as a former federal prosecutor and the guy, you know, being the head head of the intel community, um, this is the intersection of those two things. The mishandling of classified intelligence, because that's what it is. Classified information is classified intelligence. And what has allowed us to show is that there is a two tier system of justice at the highest levels of American society, if we were to sort of itemize by that. We've seen how they handled Trump and Mar-a-Lago, and we've talked about that previously. What we're seeing now, and what we're pushing out to the American people, is that this Justice Department, under government gangsters Merrick Garland and Chris Ray, will allow a different set of rules if your name is Joe Biden, or if you are on the radical left. And what I tell people is, yes, that is a tragic destruction of justice, but more importantly, Our target is not Joe Biden. Our target for the American people is the administrative state, the deep state, the government gangster goons who are allowing this to happen. We can use the fact that Joe Biden has documents in the wild for 20 years that have been classified in six locations that we know about. Really, We can use that to educate the American public to say, if that were you or me or your brother or your sister, you'd be in the federal penitentiary. And everyone knows that. Even the liberals know that. They're saying that quietly. And that is the ultimate teaching tool for this entire saga, which, by the way, is going to go on for months. Uh, And I don't for one second. This is one of the main points I've been making. One second, believe that the Hunter, excuse me, the Joe Biden classified document criminal investigation began because the librarians at NARA said, hey, we have an overdue book out, Joe. Will you please return it to us? That is not how federal investigations are run. It will come out when we get this new weaponization of of, of the federal government subcommittee, and we'll talk about them. When they start getting the documents from the FBI as the origination of this, you will see that Hunter Biden's laptop is the origination for the reason Joe Biden's classified documents were brought to light. Because we now know, thanks to great reporting in the press, that Hunter Biden specifically used these classified information to type up memorandums, which are now public, by the way, and sent them to the Ukraine so he can under seven-figure pay-for-place game. And so where did he get that? Who found that? Those questions have been answered internally by a very select few at the FBI. But the American public, like we did in Russia Gate, is owed those documents. And this cover-up, this cover-up by Merrick Garland and Chris Ray and the elitist government gangsters at the top, is what we must expose. Because whatever your politics are. You want an America that is run by people who are willing to serve the mission, not who think the mission exists to serve their own egos. And that's what we must use the Joe Biden criminal saga for. Can I
1: ask you a quick question? Yeah. Doesn't it seem, Cash, like, I mean, I'm just Joe Citizen right here. But (laughs) one day, all of a sudden, the media turned as if someone flipped a switch and they turned on Joe Biden And all of a sudden, it looks like they're trying to take him out. What would you say to that?
0: I think that's very astute. I think what the Democrats have even realized in uh, political circles, which is not necessarily my wheelhouse, but they've said, wow, the country is a mess. The border is totally open. We are being invaded. Our allies don't respect us. Our enemies are taking advantage of us, be it the CCP, the Russians, the Ukraine, wherever, right? Everybody's on the march against America and we don't even have a footing in the world to go to the Middle East anymore and get cheap gas. These are just a few examples of why uh-huh. the Biden administration has failed. On top of that, you now have this criminal scandal, which has crystallized the difference between a presidential's authority over classified documents versus a vice president. And let's just say for argument's sake that the law applied equally to both, which it does not. What's Joe Biden's explanation for taking classified documents when he was a senator? and hanging on to them for 20 years, every location, those documents moved to and every person that touched them is a separate felony for the mishandling of national security defense information. So the Democrats look, they're not stupid. They get this and they're out there saying we can't have this guy run again. So what I think they're going to do is sort of what they did to Hillary Clinton or Comey did is create a legal fiction to say, Oh, she was reckless. So we won't prosecute her as if that's the law classified documents um the law is there's no intent requirement if you take them you're guilty why is that because the Congress voted and I think correctly so to say this is such an egregious crime you don't have to be intentional or or willfully or negligent you just have to take them and we are going to send you to prison because this deals with America's national security so they're going to come up with this farce that they're saying right now Joe Biden cooperated from day one we don't see a need to prosecute him but they're going to go to him and say look if you don't end your tenure at the four-year mark we're probably going to go after hunter we're going to go after your family and i think they're smart smart enough and evil enough um to come in there at the end of this investigation and say that's what they want they want to run kamala they want to run Newsom. they want to run clinton whoever they want to run they want to run anybody that's not joe biden and they know they have an opportunity with these government gangsters in charge of merrick garland who do the same thing to trump which is ironic right they'll yeah. actually do it to him and succeed
1: yeah i mean trump had a few documents and they they, they the, the entirety of them they lay out on a floor and take a picture of it and you can see it <laughs> you know and, um, and you know of course those of us that are watching goes and yeah, and this may not be your wheelhouse but it looks like trump sucked them in and said come get me come get me i mean this isn't me talking but that's what the patriots think like this was almost a setup Uh, And that because somehow this was this was known to have started. You said it did start November 2, but long before November 2, this this was known that these documents were there. Yeah, because it's
0: just yeah, that's just not how investigations run to say the librarians told the FBI that classified documents were missing for 20 years. That's absurd. That's outrageous. That's the Biden administration attempting to cover this thing up so that he can run again. And I mean like the inner circle of the Biden administration. And we're going to find out that that's just not what happened because they're going to trace it back to the Hunter Biden laptop criminal investigation where they were first tipped off by the couple of good cops that were working on that and said, hey, wait a second. Why is Hunter Biden using this classified information to obtain these contracts overseas? And more importantly, where did he get that information? Mm-hmm. And what other locations did it exist? You want to talk about disparate treatment? Yeah. mar a gets raided by an FBI SWAT team. Joe Biden, the target of a criminal investigation, along with Hunter, are allowed to bandy about their residences, their beach houses, all scenes of an ongoing crime and take their personal lawyers with them, have the FBI DOJ nowhere near them, and the FBI and Merrick Garland and Chris Ray, government gangsters, agreed to say, you, the criminal target, can go ahead and survey the crime scene. And if you find anything that you think is worthy of our attention, Please let us know.
1: Aren't, the, aren't his attorneys breaking uh, the law too? Aren't they just as guilty because they're looking at top secret? Well, documents? if they don't have a
0: clearance, that, that yes. You know, I don't know who exactly is searching it, but I can't imagine okay. every personal attorney and every staffer that ever touched these documents had a top secret security clearance. That's mm. just not the way it is. And if it's out in the open, you can't touch it anyway, even if you do. You have to call the appropriate authorities who have to secure the documentation and take it to a secure facility. Then you can look at them. And so this disparate treatment, this this idea that the Constitution can somehow be revamped and reshaped and edited because we are allowing a Democrat um, criminal to run the rules of the road is absurd. I mean, when I was a public defender, I would never go to the prosecutor and say, hey, I'm defending this bank robber and this drug guy and this murderer, but I'll go to the bank. I'll go to the scene of the robbery and I'll go to the murder scene. And if I find a weapon, I'll let you know. But if I don't, <laughs> nothing to see here. It's outrageous. It is. The structure of due process. And only the radical left-wing media would let them get away with it. But the American people are catching on.
1: Can you talk uh, about the $49,910 uh, <laughs> 10 or something? That is, that's his rent, which happened to be the... I don't know this fully, but I think you probably know it a little better. It happened to be the same amount he received from is it that he received from China or what?
0: Yes. So yeah. So the 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 residence where some of these classified documents were found, remember, near Joe Biden's locked Corvette, as if that means anything, next yeah. to the cereal box and in, in his underwear drawer or wherever <laughs> we're gonna talk about next. What happened was that house was actually in Hunter Biden's name. So under the law of possession. Hunter Biden possessed everything in that house. Are they going to prosecute him for classified documents and the mishandling? We certainly know Hunter Biden has no security clearance. He can never get a security clearance. Um, But to your point, the number for rent of that house, by the way, 49,000 for a house that they're renting in Delaware. I don't think so, but let's put that aside. Matches exactly the amount of money that Hunter Biden was getting paid by a CCP affiliate for advisory work in the United States of America. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com give. There are no coincidences in these matters. There are no coincidences amongst these government gangsters. These guys are as corrupt as the ones that are running the FBI and DOJ. They just have been lucky enough to have not been caught during the Trump administration So that the rules of the road can be changed and America has caught on Congress has caught on and Jim Jordan subcommittee and commerce and commerce committee are going to are going to crack down on this stuff.
1: When when if they decide that uh, they're going to use the 25th Amendment because Biden suddenly can't remember even more than he already can't remember, (laughs) uh, which isn't anything uh, if if Biden completely loses it on camera, on cue, that moves Kamala up. Yeah. Um, And everyone knows that that moves Kamala up, but they don't want Kamala Harris to be the president. Who would they put in as vice president behind her? Have
0: you you thought about that? You know, I agree with you that Joe Biden currently is unfit to be the president of the United States from just a policy procedural standpoint the law enforcement issues we've talked about and the mental state of his being but i firmly believe unless he degrades exponentially worse they won't use the 25th amendment for the reasons you stated they don't want kamala to be the president because then she's going to automatically run to be the president in two years so they are gonna in my opinion unless he gets tremendously worse tremendously fast gonna let him ride out the four-year term and say hey Thanks for knocking off Donald Trump. We're going to take the mantle from you. Now, the problem they're going to run into, as and this is the one thing that they never intended or never expected, is the stubbornness of Joe Biden. Do you think this guy is going to let them take the presidency away from him? Do you think for one second he's he was about to announce his reelection campaign? Crazy. As I was saying, there's no coincidence in government. It's no coincidence that they announced the leak of this investigation the week before. And we'll get back and touch upon the fact that this November, you know, the fact that they rigged another election by not telling the American public that the investigation began way back when last year, which would have changed voters' minds. We'll get back to that. But they are now involved in rigging three consecutive elections. And they, the deep state, the government gangsters are doing everything they can to defeat that narrative and Joe Biden. But The ironic thing is, and I'm an Indian guy, so I believe in karma and a little bit of poetic justice, is Joe Biden is going to take down their own plan because he is never going to leave the White House. Oh, wow.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Let me ask you one more question. I know we're about out of time. Um, uh, uh, McCarthy has not been on my A-list, nor most conservatives, and yet he's doing some really good things, including he's gotten uh, Swalwell off this committee and I heard a rough quote. This may not be exact, but um, I heard the audio of it. And he said he couldn't get a security clearance in a job anywhere in the United States. Not not about uh, not not just in government, but anywhere. Talk about how McCarthy is doing. Is he accomplishing the right things? What are your thoughts about McCarthy?
0: Now? You know, this is a great example of constitutional Republican conservatives fighting for us to put the America first values. We want everybody went crazy Well, the mainstream media did and America fell for it that, Oh my God, how can we not have an an anointed speaker of the house the first second out of the gate? That's exactly what our forefathers didn't want. That's what Nancy Pelosi was for the last eight years. You're supposed to have multiple rounds of votes for speaker of the house. You're supposed to negotiate the majority party, our party negotiated to get rules packages, to get committeeship leadership, to get subcommittees in place. All of these things were victories for us because for you, me and your audience, because a lot of folks didn't have faith in Kevin McCarthy. And President Trump, of course, with his political savviness went all in on Kevin McCarthy, which is the right thing to do. And now we know why, because they had exacted the very concessions that we wanted. So that's step one. Okay, that got us to today. Well, has he, Kevin McCarthy, done what he was supposed to do? The one promise he made what, a year ago was he would get rid of Swalwell and shift from the intel committee. He's done that now. Awesome. That is a major victory, not just for Republicans, but for Americans. I mean, Swalwell, he, you're right. The quote he used was, if you received the FBI briefing on Swalwell that I did, you would not give Eric Swalwell a security clearance. And he said he's not going to give him a government one, which is brilliant. So now I want that. FBI briefing on Swalwell declassified and released yes. so the American public can see it. So the, so Schiff and Swalwell can't go back and attack Kevin McCarthy and say, oh, you're lying. You're making stuff up, which is, which is not Kevin's brand, but it's their brand. Yeah. And so I thought that was very astute of him to do in a very procedural, methodical way. He's also taken Adam Schiff off. This guy, Adam Schiff, is single-handedly most, more responsible than any other for a false impeachment of a president of the United States for a false Russiagate collusion narrative, for the destruction of the FBI and the weaponization of the DOJ and Intelligence Committee. That is the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff, who has been rightfully stripped and called out on as the biggest liar in Congress. And these government gangsters, of course, there's only one more move Schiff can make. He's now running for Senate as if a middle-aged white guy is going to be elected senator in the state of California. Isn't that the irony of all ironies? Yeah, the, the liberals out there are really going to put this guy in charge. He has nowhere else to go. He has no more legitimacy, He has no more bully pulpit. And so we've seen Kevin make these personnel moves, but we've also seen him make the committee moves. And I was talking about the weaponization of the subcommittee of the, uh, on, on the federal government. Yes. For me. That's one of the most critical places we are going to get accountability as Republicans and conservatives, because this DOJ and FBI isn't going to do it as I outline in government gangsters why they failed us. And um, why we can succeed. And one of the major steps I talk about to take in my book, Government Gangsters, is you have to have a committee in Congress, like we had under Russiagate when Devin and I ran that investigation, going after the FBI and DOJ and the IC and putting out the documentation. So I've said to Jim Jordan and company publicly, they need to subpoena the special counsel into the new Robert Herr, who's another government gangster and Rod Rosenstein. By the way, this guy wanted the Nunes memo to never see the light of day when he was the number three in the Trump administration, prevented the release of the documentation that was subpoenaed by Devin Nunes and I exposing his corruption and investigated me directly without telling anyone by subpoenaing my phone records and my emails and my credit card information in 2017 when I was the chief investigator for the House Intelligence Committee. Just imagine if we had done that to one of their staffers. So these are the people we are up against. But this subcommittee can go get all of that documentation. They can get the emails, they can get the memos. They can get the FBI reports like we got, the Bruce or 302s, the FISA documentation, et cetera. The one thing you can count on government gangsters to always do is write down their own arrogance because they think they're never going to get caught. It's how we caught them in Russiagate. It's why the Nunes memos, which stood the test of time is because we implemented that memo and created it out of their verbiage, not ours. So this subcommittee. Is a very encouraging step, but we, your audience, and I have to constantly remind our members of Congress who are on these committees what they're there to do. I don't want them doing a thousand. Event. People are like, "Oh man, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do." This. I want them doing like two or three things well.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's audit the good.
0: border, audit Fauci, and audit the DOJ and FBI. If we do those three things and bring accountability for the American people, that is, I know that's a lot of other stuff we need to do,
1: but, but let's be real, there's only those so much huge. Congress
0: can do. And if we do that, then we can set up President Trump for the 2024 run because he will have the documentation to show the world the receipts, as my friend Steve Bannon always says, because there's nothing better than that. You don't have to listen to me or you or Trump or anybody. You just say, here, read where the FBI lied, read where the DOJ corrupted an investigation and created a two-tier system of justice, read where the intelligence community allowed Hunter Biden's laptop to be called Russian disinformation and lie and rig a presidential election. We now have established that the DOJ, the FBI, and the IC are involved in rigging presidential elections, congressional elections on a repeated basis, and only we can stop that. And, you know, I know one of the things your audience always asks about is, you know, elections. And I just want to touch on that real quick. Yes, please. I'm tired of losing. I I know every we, we all are. And they're like, well, how do we win if the elections are rigged? You know how you win? You play by the games that are on the table, the rules that are on the table. we got to go big on mail-in balloting. I'm not saying that's our policy, that's our brand. But we lost Nevada, Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. The Dems went big on mail-in balloting in all those states. And until we go that big and win, we can never change those rules. I'm all for voter ID. I'm all for ending this massive voting period of like six weeks. I definitely don't want illegals voting. I don't want an extended mail-in balloting period. I want it to exist for our service members overseas. That's why it was created. I definitely want that in place. But unless we start winning, and unless we change the rules, we're gonna be having these same conversations for years to come. And the one thing I learned from President Trump is, you you wanna make the rules of the road, you gotta win. And so I'm encouraging everybody to get with the rules of the road that are there and win, so that we can take the executive branch back and eliminate all these government gangsters that I've highlighted in my book. And, uh, you know, I can't thank you enough for letting me mention yeah. governmentgangsters.com, 20% off there today, yes, right for, uh, governmentgangsters.com. Do they put a
1: code on there or anything or? No, we put it up
0: for you guys. It's it's live right now until Perfect. the end of business today. You know, there's no code needed. Um, and uh, so if you go to governmentgangsters.com and of course, stay tuned for everything i do at fightwithcash.com thanks to your your generous audience steve we were able to give away a hundred thousand dollars in financial grants last year alone wow. wow. families in need and legal defense funds and service members That's so we're really going to keep it? going on that fight with cash really sure. really good
1: cash thank you so so much i appreciate you giving us your time i know it's very valuable uh and you're out and about a lot so we thank you for taking the time uh and bringing us up to date i appreciate that so much hey listen uh, give our regards to all those that are working with you to make it possible for you to come come on the air and thank them. And uh, we'll get you on again soon. So we appreciate it so much. Have a great day, Kat, Cash.
0: Thanks so much. Um, and God bless. I really appreciate you and things.
1: your team and your same audience. To, you. Same to you, Cash. See you later then. Okay. All right. Bye-bye.
0: This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.